Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of DadCast. I am JP. He is Nick Martin. How are you, Nick? I'm good. How are you, man? I am good. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. I think you need to take your hat off and show our fans. You didn't get 10 (laughs) seconds in this episode, and you need to bring that up. Yeah. Well, well, don't you worry. We'll we'll get there. I I promise we'll get there. Uh, We don't want to take any of the lightning and the thunder and the enthusiasm away from today's incredibly awesome, incredibly cool dad. Welcome to DadCast. Uh, Let me introduce him first. He is a uh, member of the band Breaking Benjamin, formerly in Adelita's Way. He's got an amazing solo project going on, formerly of the band Copper, and probably like every other band you've ever heard of in your entire life. Welcome to DadCast, Mr. Keith Wallen. How are you, bud? How's it going? Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, that was uh, that was an amazing intro. Thank, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> I, I try. I do, I do my best. We we try to do it. Now, here we found out before we got um, started uh, actually recording this thing today that you are, in fact, not a father. True. True. Okay. So I, I'm not sure if you're aware, but the premise of DadCast typically is uh, we talk with other dads. Uh, celebrity dads, musician dads, athlete dads, dads of all walks of life to discuss the path and the adventure that is being a father. Well, with that being said, and you are not being a dad, Keith, it's been amazing having you on and hope you have a great day. <laughs> hey, thank you. Uh, <laughs> man, we're just playing. Uh, totally fine, man. We do guests all the time. Um, you know, just because it's called dad cast, that doesn't necessarily mean the guests have to be dads. The fact that we are dads will still hold that title up in this episode just fine. So with that being said, uh, I normally have a first question. Can't ask you that. I already know the answer. So I will ask you this question instead. First question, Keith Wallen, is fatherhood an option for you in the future? Um, never say never. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know that's kind of a cop-out answer, but really that's it. Uh, that's, that's where, where we're at with it. Um, dude, kids are scary. It's all good. <laughs> terrifying. You know, it, I've been an, I've been an uncle for, for a long time and, um, all of my good friends, all of my, my, my best friends have, have all started having kids. So it's, it's been fun being uncle Keith, but mm-hmm. uh, it's also been nice to, to, to be like, all right, guys, see you later. Uncle right, Keith exactly. leaving. You can, you can hand them back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we don't, we don't have that luxury and I ain't going to lie. I would, sometimes know. I would give anything for that luxury. <laughs> sometimes it's uh, and don't get me wrong. Being a dad is one of the greatest gifts ever bestowed upon me. And I wouldn't ever, ever change it for anything. But I would give it up for a day or two, you know? You're yeah, like, like what, times you want to go to Vegas and you think it's a great idea to bring an infant. Don't do it. Don't ever do it. It's stupid. Yeah, life, that's, that's, life what from everybody, that's what everybody I know uh, says. They, says it, they say it's uh, the most amazing thing, life-changing thing, and they wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. And, and, um, and while I, I don't know that feeling firsthand, I, I feel like I can empathize a little bit you know um i I can i can see how um you know uh how you could just love something love someone more than yourself you know i uh you know i know you guys are like yeah 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 you don't really know because you know obviously yeah but uh but you know i can i can kind of understand a little bit for not firsthand but the best i can i guess i don't know it's kind of a very strange concept and uh 
and something to think about is watching on a daily basis uh, your heart walking around out of your body. It's it's, it's pretty crazy, right? Oh, deep, not deep there. Sorry, yeah. um, Keith. Let's okay. So we've covered that. Kids, maybe never, never can tell. Yeah. Let's then let's shift gears. We're going to go into something that I'm sure you are used to, uh, something that is typical for you when you're being interviewed. Although this is long form, so we can actually get into the nitty gritty. Um, tell us about. Well, you know what? No, we rephrase. Right now, what is the number one on the top of the list project you got going on? Is it Breaking Benjamin? Is it your solo career? <clears throat> what do we got going on that to you is most important in life as we speak? Um, really, I mean, gosh, it's, it's, it's tough to, you know, the, the, probably the most important thing in my life right now, as far as project is just really taking the time to, uh, to stay positive in an extremely negative and hard world. I know that's kind of, uh, the, a different answer than the choices that you gave me, but at this point, I feel like, uh, we are living in extremely um, interesting and, uh, kind of just bummer times. Yeah. It's the twilight uh, zone for real, isn't it? Man, it is, it is. And, uh, you know, it's really, it's really tough. You know, we've obviously we're, we're in this awful pandemic, you know, there was, there was a, maybe a a minute or two where we're like, all right, maybe we're going to make it through this. And now obviously it's just, it's not (laughs) doing too well at the moment. But, um, you know, that being said, I still, I still am not, losing track of hope and, and, and the belief that we can get back to a, a more normal world and a more normal uh, society where people can show each other respect, even though they don't agree on every little thing. And, uh, you know, I, I've, I've done my um, I've done a lot of work to try and avoid uh, being political in any way. Like I'm, I'm a musician. I want to try to be the escape from all that kind of stuff and all that kind of negativity. And, and, and I'm going to continue to, to do that. So I'm just trying to um, be positive and promote positivity. And uh, you know, cause there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of just mental health struggles happening right now, whether it be the job, the pandemic, the, the isolation from family um, just the whole world in general being different than what it was two years ago. You know, I look at, I look at, you know, I'll be watching a show or something. I'm just, oh, look at that. I'm like, look at that. They don't even have masks. Like, wow, I remember that. That was great. You know, you just have this little mourning in your heart of the pre-COVID world. And it's just, it just sucks, you know? Uh, so I, I try to just really just, I don't know, focus on the positive. But I mean, as far as like your question more specifically, since this is the uh, the long form answer, as yes. you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I digress a little bit there. But uh, yeah, I, I I think both are very important to me. Uh, Breaking Benjamin, obviously, is is my band. And I love I love playing with those guys. It's it's uh, it's the best. Um, and it's allowed me a, a little bit of um off time to work on other stuff that I feel that maybe is not quite the right fit for breaking Benjamin. So I think they're equally important to me, you know, um, you know, I don't want to just, um, you know, if we have time off, I don't want to, you know, just relax too much. I want to, I want to be able to make as much music as I can, you know, cause I know that there's going to be one day when I'm super old, I'm kind of old now, but there's going to be one day when I'm super old 
and I'm going to be thinking back and, and I don't want to have any regrets. I don't want to be like, man, if only I'd just written more music or, or sang some more songs or went on some more tours and really just, you know, I just was so, I was too lazy and I just sat around in the off time and, you know, I just don't want to have that feeling. I want to, I want to look back on a career and a, and a life well lived and, and uh, use whatever skills and whatever I have now while I still have it uh, to make as much music as I can. So that's really it. You know, I, I think um, a lot of people, when you when you look at somebody making a solo album, you know, they're like, oh, this is such an ego. This is kind of an ego kind of thing. You know, they're, they're just wanting to just, you know, make something that's just me, me, me. And I mean, I, I wouldn't say that it's completely not that, you know, but I I. I want to just, I don't know. I just love making music. I love writing songs and um, people seem to like some of the stuff that I put out. And I definitely want to try and just keep doing that and, and keep making people happy with whatever kind of offering I can give. And obviously um, still working tireless, tirelessly on uh, breaking Benjamin, uh, you know, pretty close to full time uh, also. So Awesome, man, I love that. Um, that's it, man. Yeah, that's a long answer, but uh, that's really truth. I just I love making music. It's the one thing that I feel like I'm the best at as far as everything that I've ever tried to do in my life. Um, and it's just I feel like music is the closest thing to actual magic that we have in this world that can really just change your whole, you know, your whole mood, your whole feeling, your whole anything. And um so anyway, that's a good answer. Yeah. Sorry, my you green my, streak you is freaking out. It's better with uh, your solo stuff, by the way. Like I, I love it. It's so good. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, good it's, stuff. It's, I, I noticed uh, behind you because that's one of my uh, my 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 secret hobbies is to analyze guests' backgrounds, and I see that Saving Abel uh, placard back there. Uh, I know mm. you've written a couple songs with those guys, and we actually had them on. Gosh, by the time this episode airs, probably about seven or eight episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool, man. Little small world. Yeah, I uh, yeah. One song I wrote with uh, their producer uh, Skid Mills. I never met any of the band members personally, or have hmm. seen them, or anything, or talked to them, or anything at all. Uh, but uh, super nice guys. If you ever do get to meet them, that's good. I figured they they would be. You know, they're they're from the south, like like I am, and. Most most people from the south are pretty pretty darn nice. So yeah, so it's kind of a cool thing that we do on the side that nobody knows about yet is we actually manage bands. We uh we manage Jesse Lawson. They know now. <laughs> they know now. Yeah, <laughs> he was uh he was in Sleeping with Sirens for oh gosh seven years. He wrote all their gold records. So he's actually writing songs for Hinder right now, which is kind of cool. Wow. Um, we also okay. manage a punk band out of Vegas called Sprockets, and we're working on another huge YouTube sensation that. We should be able to announce pretty soon. I can't announce it yet, but right so on. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. So we got the podcast and music management. So we kind of understand, you know, the whole pandemic thing of everything's changing. There's a lot of virtual stuff going on now that we're having to adapt to. And yeah. So we yeah, actually have a concert that's... coming up on Friday that we're doing. That's, I think we have like 60 in, in person tickets sold. And then we'll do mainly virtual, which is weird. I've been doing concerts for 20 years and it's really strange to, have your audience out there in the world somewhere and not right in front of you. Yeah. I, I, uh, I've begun kind of thinking about that, you know, uh, ideally we'd all like to go back to just playing shows and having that, 
that real life interaction with, with fans and artists and, and, um, you know, but it's like, gosh, it's, it's like what I said, times, it's interesting times. It's all unknown. So yeah. you kind of have to prepare for all, uh, different scenarios, you know, um, gosh, then the virtual, the virtual stuff, it's so expensive. I feel like, you know, because I've, I've thought about doing it myself, mm-hmm. uh, for, for my solo stuff. And, and it's just, man, the cost just adds up, you know, to really do it, to do it right. In my opinion, I mean, anybody can sit in their living room with an iPhone and be like, Hey, you're coming to you live from my basement. You know, yeah. it's like, no, we have, we have a really cool system set up. There's a studio in downtown Grants Pass where I'm from okay. that has state of the art cameras, sound system, and they've got an engineer that sound, that makes the sound perfect for everything. The concerts we do are all interactive. So JP actually hosts them and oh, we cool. The audience can ask questions that we can ask the artist during the concert, which is really cool. So we made it kind of uh, almost like you're there, but you're not. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. He, he ain't kidding, Keith. You, I mean, if you were to implement <clears throat> half of what uh, the hive, that's uh, the name of the joint. Um, if you're an implement financial half of what, uh, of just the equipment they use to pull off this incredibly. Yeah. It's, it is super duper expensive. Then of course, yeah. you know, you need to know how to run it all. And mm-hmm. edit it and make it all go smooth. So yeah, it's it's right. it is a pretty penny to do. We it might have to well. get you out here with your solo stuff to do one of the events live from the hive with us. That might be kind of cool. Yeah, maybe, man. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, you know the the future's unknown as far as touring schedule and 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 writing schedule. I mean, it's uh, you know, I like I said, I thought we were kind of back on the right track and things are kind of opening up and. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like one big question mark again, um, which is frustrating me. Obviously, you know, we, we, we want, um, you know, everybody to be safe. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's just tough, tough right now, but that'd be awesome, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'd definitely like to, to learn more about it. Cool. Yeah, buddy. I'm so, I, so I'm trying to find that article I was telling you about that, uh, said you have children and, I'm thinking I'm making myself out to be a liar now. Yeah. What? No. Now what? Uh, That's funny. What? What were the kids? Was it two girls and what? It was two two boys and one one girl. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you have a brother and a sister? Uh, Maybe it's talking about your actual family here. That's funny. I am. I am the baby of the family. I have two older brothers. All right. You know, yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and minimize this because at this point I, I don't care. It doesn't matter. We got you. No, I, that's what's important. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's great. I think it's so funny uh that, that. <laughs> it's probably Wikipedia and someone decided. I think I, think I actually it. found the same thing you found because I, I think that's why I thought you were a dad. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, I hey, know, I, I know I read somewhere that you had kids. Well, so. what I'd like to do is I'd I'd like to to thank whoever wrote that article. Uh, for leading me to you guys so I can hang out with y'all. So yes, it, it, it wasn't all for naught. <laughs> exactly. And again, for the record, even if you're not, we, we've been trying to get uh, ladies on, you know, when, yeah. you know, women who are playing the role of a single dad or, you know, single mothers who have to play both roles, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, right. We're, uh, we're still working on that one. Wasn't uh, Kathy Ireland, I think we're trying to get her on, right, Nick? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she's single, but, you know, regardless. Um, Keith, so I've got a friend of mine. He's actually a uh, 
He's more of a he's a friend. He's a buddy of mine. I I, I kind of mentored him. I used to work in radio. Still work in radio, and uh, he's always comes to me for questions, et cetera, et cetera. The point of this long winded explanation is he very well could possibly be the biggest Breaking Benjamin fan I've ever known. And he, wow. I know I, I wouldn't, I don't want to go as far as to say he stalks you on Facebook, but <laughs> literally when I just was looking at some information about you, there he was commenting on your, uh, on one of your most recent posts. But I told him yesterday that I would arrange for Keith from Breaking Benjamin to give him a shout out. Is that something you're willing to do? Absolutely. So his name is Zachary Wangle. Ring a bell. Zachary Wangle. Yeah. That does not ring a bell. All right. Well, there you go. Zachary, here it is. Keith just said your name on the on the podcast. So Man, so. We're, so okay. All right, I got to know a few things. Where does Zachary live? Medford, Oregon. Medford, Oregon. Mm-hmm. And he is a radio uh he, DJ. He's actually a uh, karate instructor. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but a huge, uh, so he uh, was interested in working in radio and uh, learning the ins and outs, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I was formerly the program director of a radio station that shall not be named. And he came in um, and I, you know, showed him the ropes, et cetera. I actually threw him on the air a couple of times. He wanted to learn awesome. audio editing, et cetera, et cetera. But he's a huge fan. Took him to a couple of concerts to Papa Roach. Um, so cool. I was kind of like his big brother slash mentor type scenario and That's learning awesome. all this breaking Benjamin is he's, he's absolutely batshit crazy for the band and not in a bad way. Wow. Well, that's awesome. Well, he just loves you guys. Well, well, Zachary, please know that we are so very, very, very grateful for you. We appreciate all the support. I personally appreciate all the support for my band, my solo stuff, all of the above. And uh, hopefully we'll be back in Oregon soon. And hopefully we'll, yeah, the world will return to normal and we can play shows and hang out and all of the above. So, yeah. Thank you so much. Speaking <laughs> of returning to normal and shows. So you guys just finished up tour. Uh, was it a couple weeks ago? End of December. Yes, sir. Yeah. We had uh, an acoustic tour. Are there any tours set up for uh, this year? Anything in the Hope work? so. Hope so. Yeah. Uh, it's, we're definitely planning on doing a lot of touring. Um, and, uh, you know, it, I think it's just right now we're just kind of like waiting to see what's yeah. going to happen, you know, whether or not we're going to announce something or wait or it's one big question mark, you know. Um, so that's where we're at. How much difficulty did you and the, and the guys in the band have uh, coming out of the first part of the pandemic in uh, 2020 and most of last year touring? Well, I wouldn't say it was difficulty. It was it was definite just uh um I mean excitement. It was it was we were just elated to to be back and playing shows in any capacity. And um it was it was really amazing to feel that feeling again of uh oh yeah, this is this is what I've been doing for the last 20 years in the music industry. Oh yeah, okay. Um so yeah, to, so to have that taken away like it was uh, was devastating, and so uh, you know to to kind of get back in the saddle somewhat was a huge relief and thrilling. Uh, it was it was great, and the shows and the tour was amazing. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, I think at first we, I was, I personally was a little nervous. I was like, man, how do I play this shit? Cause it's been like, <laughs> an, right. an, you know, a year and a half. So, you know, it kind of was a little rusty, but you know, first show just felt great. And I was like, all right, we're good. You know? So, and then we recently did this other tour, this acoustic tour, you know, um, still kind of just nothing really just, you know, um, nationwide yet, but still kind of, you know, dipping our toes in to kind of easing into this thing, uh, this touring thing again. And, and it was a blast. Uh, it, it was, it was, it was so fun. We kind of, we wanted to kind of play more, more intimate places for this acoustic run. And, and, um, and I actually, I was, I was the opening act, uh, for, for this tour, which was, which was very thrilling. Um, yeah. And you, know, you much props. You effectively opened and closed for yourself. Yes. Yes. And I'm glad you said that because <clears throat> that was the running joke during the whole tour, uh, was, was, uh, yeah, that was, that was my thing. It was, it was pretty much like, okay, well, you know, lots of people, you know, I walk out there by myself to open the show and, you know, I don't want to assume everybody knows who I am and, and that I'm in the band and whatever, you know, I'm just like, I'm Keith Wallen. Thanks for being here early to hang with me. Uh, no, I did not leave breaking Benjamin. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. I am opening for myself. Yes. Blah, blah. You know, so it was, it was kind of a funny thing. And, and Ben was, he was sure to uh, uh, make fun of me for it every night, which was pretty funny. Talk about earlier about being selfish. I think that is literally the definition, man. <laughs> it all. Yeah, yeah, I know. It doesn't look good, huh? It's uh, <laughs> let's let's more about me, 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 me. No, right. Uh, it was it was honestly it was it was really um, uh, uh, an amazing experience. I, I'm so thankful and grateful to to my Breaking Benjamin brothers for for giving me the opportunity and just being so supportive of of my solo album to, to do that. You'd be like, ah, oh, let's let him, let's, you know, get him to open the show. And, you know, so it was, it was awesome. Um, but I will say it was difficult because it double duty every night. It was, it was a lot on my voice. So I was, I was really, it was really challenging. And, and I was curious to see if I could even do it, um, which I was, but it was not without its difficulty for sure. Um, and plus just being out there by yourself, you know, I, I, I totally plan on eventually having a whole band and, and doing the solo thing and, and playing some shows with a full band. But for this, the acoustic thing, it was just me by myself. So um, it was uncomfortable, but it, it also just makes you feel alive, just kind of being out there out of your comfort zone and uh, just, you know, so it was it was cool. Nice. Love that. So what did you guys do? Uh, what you do on New Year's Eve? Any partying? take it easy dude i didn't do anything i didn't do anything uh yeah my wife made some uh delicious food we ate and then uh yeah just watched the ball drop and uh, a few friends of mine facetimed me um you know from from different places and um so that was cool but uh other than that man i i pretty much stay in on new year's eve uh unless i'm on tour yeah since I became a dad, that's kind of been the same thing. My lady passed out at 1130. I had to wake her up. And my daughter, who's eight, she was trying her hardest. And like 1140, she finally she popped out. So five minutes before I woke her up. And at that point, she didn't want to be bothered. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was it was yeah, crazy how in my 20s, it was all about how 
much party partied up can we get? <laughs> oh, I'll just be frank. How drunk can we get without being a complete idiot, but still being somewhat there when the when, when it's time to midnight? Now it's just like whatever. I'm lucky if I make it to nine o'clock. <laughs> well, you get up at three o'clock in the morning every day. This guy. <laughs> wow. He's a crazy workaholic, work, workout guy, machine beast. All that in a package that's four foot eleven. Crazy. I know. Wow. It's weird, <laughs> I'm, that's when I'm usually going to bed. <laughs> right? I know. Okay, I'll share. I'll share. So uh, on New Year's Day, I I I, I no idea why, but I decided I was going to grow my hair out for an entire year. But to effectively do it properly, uh, I had to start, you know, from a, a foundation that had nothing. So we shaved the head, and that was literally two days ago. So here is, in all its beautiful, bald glory, Nick, uh, the beginnings of a year-long hair growth challenge. You happy? I, I told you I'd, I'd show everyone. And along with your challenge, I'm going to grow the mullet for a year. Oh, see? Backwards. <laughs> there you go. Mine's going to turn into a mullet, whether I want it to or not. And I love that. And you just keep it forever. <laughs> but, yeah, the lady, she's kind of, she's, I, I, I don't want to say intimidated, but that's kind of the word. That every time she looks at me now, because she's not used to it, I get a, look, she hates it. She hates it. <laughs> But anyway, there you go, Keith. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, there I go, making it all about me again. I apologize. <laughs> you know, I've got the most selfish co-host I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only co-host you've ever had. Well, yeah. Where were you, <laughs> Keith, when you heard yourself or any member or, or, you know, when you heard your music played on an actual full-fledged radio station and you would just driving along or at a home? whether for any band you've ever been in as I know it's had to have happened. Uh, where was I? Gosh, probably driving. Yeah. This was back, uh, back in the Knoxville, Tennessee days with, uh, my Copper. first band. Yeah. Copper. Yeah. 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 We, uh, we got a little bit of, uh, regional love from, uh, some of the radio stations there in town and around, around, uh, Knoxville. And, uh, it was, it was amazing. It's a, it's a great feeling. And it always sounds so much better on the radio for some reason. It's like so compressed and just like, wow, that sounds way better. So it was cool. Very cool. That's one of those things that I love doing, you know, in 20 years working in radio, having, and, and radio is not the same as it used to be. Gosh, in the eighties and nineties and you know, even going farther back, you know, mm -hmm. so different with the implementation of streaming and social oh, yeah. media and et cetera. But when you, there's been a couple times where same thing, some regional bands got to get played on the radio and they heard it for the first time. And I was the one able to provide it, whether the managers agreed with me or not at the time, I just did it. Better That's great. Be, better ask for forgiveness than permission type scenario. And uh, yeah, the, being able to do that for them and just their reactions and their fans reactions, man, love it. I'll get That's five great. times over if I could keep doing that, but oh man, radio is kind of dead. That is that is great. That is great, man. I I I love hearing that. And I mean, that is uh, honestly, we we've had a few uh, of of those type of just champion people like that. That that back in the day really did the same thing you're talking about. You know, where you know they've got all these labels like you know barking at them to play this, play this, play mm -hmm. that. You know, corporate 
you know, I got a call from corporate, the Budweiser sponsor says, play this, you know, and you're yeah. just like, and I mean, it's just amazing that, that, uh, you know, you guys were there to, to do that kind of thing, you know, a uh, huge shout out to Anthony Prophet who, uh, did that for us in Knoxville and Daniel Bozick. I don't know if you know these gentlemen, but I do not, they, but Anthony Prophet, if this ever yeah. reaches you, man, welcome to dad. Yeah. Yeah. They absolutely, uh, played copper on the radio when they didn't have to, there was nothing in it for them whatsoever, other than to just support yeah, a few, that's... a few, a few local kids and their dreams. And, you know, I'll never forget it. So much props to you for, for, uh, also doing the same. That's awesome, man. I try, I try. JP was the best. <laughs> so when I, I used to throw concerts, or I still do, but for like probably 22, 23 years and JP was always my radio guy. Like I would bring him tall boy, for example, and he'd play tall boy, which is awesome. That's Our one of the games I was talking about. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's like, it's whoever we had opening. It's like, Hey man, can you put this into rotation for the week leading up to the show? And he usually did it, which was That's really great. Cool. Yeah. The bands got oh. super excited and stop buttering oh, up. Yeah. JP. Again, oh, yeah. Stop about me. Stop it. I'm going to hit that- you. It's like, Hey, we got 12 interviews next week. <laughs> no, just oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that, that kind of thing. I mean, you know, I will never forget it for as long as I live. And I guarantee those artists will never forget it for as long as they live. I mean, that is a highlight uh, memory for me of my life. So, yeah, that's it's amazing, man. Best moment of 21 for Keith Wallen. If you uh, can pinpoint one. I have a couple um, there. Uh, well, my album came out in uh, August. That was that was cool. Um, I made my first lame TikTok video. Nice. <laughs> I don't know if that's a that's a great moment, but uh, yeah, that was a moment for me. Um, I have to look it up immediately. Is your name yeah. on on TikTok? I'm, I'm kind of slacking, honestly. There, you know, people post every day on that stuff, and I just. Mm-hmm. It takes me a long time to think of what I'm gonna do, and and you know, because I don't want to just do some stupid dance or whatever that everybody does or whatever, you know, I want to make it my own, but I, it's just hard to think up stuff. Too. It's crazy how the music industry has gone into TikTok though, for like picking the next artist and whatnot. And just how yeah. famous like um, Walker Hayes, for example, mm-hmm. I've known that guy for a while and done a couple of shows with him and nothing, nothing, nothing. Then all of a sudden he does fancy like on TikTok and it just blows up. It's yeah. absolutely crazy. Yeah. And, and, uh, that's the thing, you know, unless some of these artists have just these think tanks sitting around thinking of ideas for videos. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of these artists, they, they, they have to just sit and think of what they're going to do and do it themselves. And they have to wear multiple hats. You know, you have to be a videographer, a producer, a singer, you know, all these things. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, uh, it's definitely challenging. Uh, and especially for, for old dudes like me, where I'm just like, no, I don't want to change. I want to, you know, it's like you got to adapt. Uh, I hear you. So I just followed you on TikTok and, uh, Oh, awesome. awesome. And so you get a, you get an extra one, but yeah, I fought the TikTok thing tooth and nail. And finally I, I did. I, I did met, too. I went to Hawaii and I met one of the biggest, like one of the top 150 TikTokers in the world, at least at that point, yeah. he's got like 10 million followers and very, very popular and doing very, very well for himself financially now because of TikTok. But I totally met this guy in Hawaii. I had no idea who he was because I'm not a TikToker. 
but yeah. I am very, very uh, affluent and aware of how important social media can be these days. And yeah, looked him up after the fact and went, "Oh man, I was hanging out with this kid, and oh man, he's pretty gosh darn popular." So at that point, I'm like, "All right, I'll make a TikTok. I've got the personality to do some stupid, crazy stuff. Let's 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 here we go." And so yeah. that's about a month into that relationship, and yeah, it's it's fun. My kids are way better at it than I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's just hard for me to think of stuff to do, and um, plus um, plus it's also just I you know I I come from uh, the era where artists had some had still had just a mystique about yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, where there, you know, I don't, I don't really need to know what James Hatfield is eating for breakfast. You right. Know? That's like my ultimate, that's my ultimate hero. And I'm I, sure it was probably eggs. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Reference. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. But no, totally. I mean, it's, um, you know, I, I like, I, some part of me is just like, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to show my whole life. So Hatfield's your hero is what you're saying. Absolutely. Have you met James? I have not. Me neither. And that's a bucket list thing. I held his guitar. Let's let's work this. Let's let's try to use your influence and our dad cast influence. And we'll get James on the dad cast. But you will be our special co-host for that episode. And then we can work it into Breaking Benjamin opening for Metallica at the forum or something. I mean, I, I got high okay. hopes here, you know. And there we I, go. Are we in? The only thing I get to ask, though, is I get front and center and backstage for that show. <laughs> if you can pull that off, I'm in. Yeah. I, if I can pull that off, I probably get a box seat or something, whatever the case. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, in. I, uh, Keith and, 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 and Kirk, or not Keith, you're Keith. James and Kirk, those, I, you know, Lars, I'm sorry, Lars. I look at it this way, dude. If Rogan can get James on, so can we. Yeah. Has he been on? He's been on Rogan, yeah. Well, who hasn't been on Joe Rogan? Yeah, I don't know. Who was on Rogan? Uh, James. No way. Really? Yeah. yeah. He talked about his bees and uh, living on the farm and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's very. Oh, man. It was very. It was a cool episode. Like, very wow. Cool I got to find that. One of my all-time favorites, actually. Well, anything That's to do cool. with Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, name dropping Joe Rogan, um, yeah. algorithm Joe Rogan, it uh, would be uh, is, is Nick's a fan of. So, hey, Nick, you know, we haven't been on Joe Rogan yet. So there you go. There's, no. there's two, two dudes that haven't been on Rogan. Fair enough. Keith, have you been on Joe Rogan? Can't say that I have. All right. So, yeah, three guys who've never hey. been on Joe Rogan. Joe wow, Rogan. we're just going off the rails on this here, son of a bitch, aren't we? So, typically... <laughs> We'll do a fast five segment. That's where Nick asks you five random questions. But if I know Nick, three of those questions have something to do with children. So are we going to do a fast two, Nick? Or we'll do a fast gonna, one. We'll just we'll, we'll ask. One. Yeah, we'll just. Yeah, I, All right. I, I, had, I, had, I had five solid questions, like four really good dad questions. Obviously, we can ask those. Um, so we'll uh, we'll just do a fast one. OK, but I'm going to add a few because, you know, I okay. always do. All right. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Probably right now at the moment, I would, it would say, don't lose hope. Awesome. Period. I know that's cheesy and cliche, but honestly, I just, we need that though. I feel like the world needs it. I don't know. Yeah. Or, you know, unity or be kind or 
all these things. All right. Okay. Yeah. Good answer. Or just go outside. <laughs> yeah. Go outside. I'd love to. Where are you at right now? What town? What city? What state? So I am in uh, Tri-Cities, Tennessee at the moment. Okay. And how's the weather? Of, it's cold. It was warm this whole week, but it's it's cold now. Uh, yeah, it's a little, little close to Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, yeah. It's, I, uh, uh, supposed to, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it was supposed to have a big winter storm last night, but it missed us. So, it, But oh, it is colder we, now. Uh, ours is probably heading your direction in about seven or eight days. We... Yeah. We're in the Pacific Northwest. I'm a California kid. I'm a Los Angeles, Southern California kid at heart. So I love and I'm used to the warm weather. Last 20 years, I've lived in the Pacific Northwest where we get every single season. And we are currently in the middle of a uh, pretty record-setting set of storms that have come in since Christmas. So it's been like 21 degrees at night. Sometimes there's snow. Sometimes there's not. But you say get outside. Not right now. No, it's freezing, yeah, right man. Oh, ah, man. Just got to get, get some skis on and go do it. Oh, okay. That's just it. Our local ski resort, Mount Ashland, free plug, uh, literally closed because you can't get there because the blizzard is so oh. bad on the roads just to get up there. Oh, that um, sucks. It's freaking batty. There's no way out of Oregon. I mean, if something terrible were to happen, you you're can't. Stuck. Yeah, you're stuck. You know, only way out is by plane. Essentially, there's okay. no driving, maybe a train, but you can play one show, Keith, with any artist or band living or dead. Who's it going to be? Oh, man. Uh, okay. Well, my, my father was a singer. He, he is uh, deceased and I would, play a show with him probably uh yeah oh, he um he, he was a he was a singer back in the day back in back in the 60s and um yeah that would be that would be a that is the best something. answer we've heard that's, yet that's at least for me in my opinion yeah. that's you know it, it reminds me of another question i always ask that most people don't think about and i tell them this answer from someone who's been on before and they hear it and they go oh i should have said that that's one of those moments man that's love that i would uh i'd probably choose the same even though my dad couldn't play anything but i'd still go to a show with him amazing Mm -hmm. okay all right uh i'm gonna ask that question maybe you'll be insightful uh what's one thing you cannot leave the house without I mean, unfortunately, my phone. Yep. And there you go. Typical answer. You know what yeah. George Thorogood said? What? Without kissing my wife. Damn. That's, that's a good what God, <laughs> exactly. Every time you hear it, you go, see, that's not, I was thinking material. And uh, just the, one of the greatest answers to that question that I've ever heard. You, Keith, are in that category for the previous question now. Yes. No Sweet. one answered it better, man. So you are uh, up there. Sweet. But the legendary so on, George Thorogood. What next? on that note? Do you have any new Breaking Benjamin stuff or anything you can tell us about? Because I am. Um, I don't Benjamin. have anything that. Um, nothing too much set in stone. I mean, we're we're always we're constantly writing. Mm-hmm. We're always working on stuff. Uh, but as of as of right now, I have no new monumental groundbreaking updates on anything other than, um, you know. New music will be done when it's when it's done. That's it. I don't know. 
this might right. answer the same question, but what uh, in Keith Wallen's world, in his mind, what is, uh, if there's a single most important goal for you to achieve in 2022, what would it be? Uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. You know, I want to say I, I, more of the same, I guess, just trying to work on music, trying to be a good person, try to be, um, you know, the best person I can. And, and, um, I don't know, try to uplift people around me. I don't know. There you go. Let's try to just help in general. I just want to be a help in general. So whatever that, however I can. So you want to be, uh, uh, like the professional humankind assistant. Yeah. I just don't know. I, that's a, that's a difficult question. You know, obviously, um, you know, you think about the selfish things in your life, you know, oh, I'd like to make more money. I'd like to blah, 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 you know, but it's just like, I don't know. That's just, I don't know. doesn't feel right. So I just want to, are you a sports I mean, obviously, fan? What's that? Are you a sports fan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All for right. sure. I'm football? Huge. I'm a huge college football fan. Okay. Yeah. Who's your college team? Tennessee Volunteers. All right. How do you feel about the old uh, repeat Alabama, Georgia coming up here? They could both tie and you'd be fine with it, right? Meh. <laughs> that's how i feel <laughs> i mean you know it's too bad they can't both lose right that's why i said they should tie yeah now being that you're in tennessee are you a titan fan i am okay all right well i'm a raider fan and as of this recording right now nick keith the raiders got a game coming up on sunday if they win they're in the friggin' playoffs with a healthy quarterback at least at this point um mm-hmm. and we might see Tennessee in the playoffs if it gets that far, but I'm excited. I'm a, I'm a huge Raider fan, so it's been like literally 30 years of just def, def, deafening disappointment for this guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's been that's been uh, being a Tennessee fan for like the last 15, 20 years or something. Ever since yeah. uh, you know, they got rid of Phil Formal, uh, Fulmer, we've had uh, all kinds of different coaches. I think we got a great coach now. Um, with Josh Heupel, but, uh, yeah, uh, dude, the Raiders, you guys have had a really tough season with the whole John Gruden thing. I mean, to, to even get through the season and to have a chance to be in the playoffs with that much of a distraction and that huge blow up fallout thing is pretty incredible. So it says something about the tenacity and the grit, I think of absolutely. And, and, and Derek Carr, cause you know, you know, he's the leader in that team. I don't, you know, no matter what anyone says, he's the one to bring them together. So yeah, it's pretty cool. And then of course the uh, the rugs DUI crash killing scenario. It's amazing what they put together. And worst yeah. case, man, if they lose next Sunday, it's still a winning season because they won nine games. And that's what I'm going to hang my hat on and say for the entire off season in the fetal position. If that's the scenario that plays out, <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty pretty happy about that. Wow. Okay, I didn't mean to get all crazy on the sports. I just wanted to find out who your team was. Um, I'm backing up the question I asked you answered your father. Okay. You can play any show with any band or artist living or dead. That is not your father. Uh, trying to get the musical influences, man. It's a sneaky way of asking that question. I got to step out for a second. I have an emergency. Okay. Uh, let me see what artists, um, 
Could it be, can it be multiple artists? Sure. Like just a crazy hodgepodge of different genres. And oh, you could play a festival with 30 bands living or dead. Is that a better? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> all right. I would say, uh, I mean, obviously these aren't going to work. They're not going to work together, but I don't care. It's my, it's my special dream concert. Let's do uh, let's do Frank Sinatra in there. Okay. Let's do uh, let's do Metallica. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine Frank coming out if he was still alive and sharing the stage with Jay? Oh, I think hell would freeze over, man. That's so awesome. I mean, I'd just be there the for visualization it. right now. It's great because yeah, Frank is my I, dad's favorite, and Metallica is yeah. one of my favorites. So it's yep. Yep, I would be there for it. I'd be like, yep, let's do this. Um, <laughs> gosh, I don't know. Um, who else? Who else? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Let's just leave it at that. Those are the. Those are uh, my two. My two biggies. Now who's now most importantly? Does Frank close for Metallica, or does Metallica close for Frank? <laughs> now, funny you uh, ask that because I was picturing it in my head, and I just pictured two stages. On just opposite ends of a, you know, I don't know. They can't, they can't, you can't pick an opener or a closer with that. I know, uh, right? But you can't yeah. miss it either. So if you go to this show, you're, you're caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Keith, uh, I said, if you could do any show and we turned it into a festival, but he chose Frank Sinatra and Metallica. And then I said, can you imagine if they played that show? How, how, you know, yeah, good stuff, right? Yeah, fortunately, like fortunately, we don't we don't have to make that decision. That that'd be uh, <laughs> they'd yeah. have to settle that. Yeah, they would, and maybe they're doing that somewhere in the in the concerts in the sky up there. <laughs> there <you go>. <laughs> Everything good, man? You all right? Yeah, yeah, we're good. All right, cool, cool, cool. Keith Wallen, he is got a solo project going on. He's a formerly is Copper still a thing? No, it's not. I mean, we, uh, I, you know, I'm still friends with, uh, those guys and, and, um, you know, we played a, a reunion show a, a few years ago. So, you know, still, it's one of those things we could always just kind of get together and play a show every once in a while. But as, as far as a, a working current band now. Fair enough. All right. I got two more questions and then we're going to let you go. All right. And, and these are important serious and very digging questions all right what's your favorite food <laughs> now now this is very important okay uh so like you're starting you're trapped on an island and you can only eat this for the rest of your life what cereal i mean i know it's so cliche and over said but i mean i would say pizza okay but what's on the pizza Okay, I'm glad you asked. That's important. More, more specifically, New York thin crust pizza. Okay. Straight uh, I'll, I'll go with cheese and mushrooms. Okay. That's you and it. I would not get along on that island. I'd, I would definitely I'd not give you all my mushrooms. I'm a, I'm a deathly allergic to mushrooms. I would die. <laughs> it's well, then in Survivor Island, <laughs> yeah. it's about Keith and JP. Yeah. You guys are not allowed on my island. <laughs> You're sitting on the couch. You're scrolling through TV. If that's a th something you do, a movie is on. What is the movie that you cannot pass up and stop and have to watch every time you see it? Predator. Yeah, come on, oh, come on. Yeah, stick around. 
Yeah. Okay, Predator, you will not ugly motherfucker or something along those lines. <laughs> hey, there you go, Nick. The, I dropped the first F-bomb for the first time in like nine months. I'm so proud of you. That's Thank awesome. you, man. I appreciate it. But I was a quote, so I'm not you know, entirely sure that counts. Speaking of F-bombs, I just binged Cobra Kai season four. So did I. Quite a few F-bombs in Cobra Kai season four. Yes, there were. They allow a certain wow. I was like, what is going on here? This is supposed to be a kid and family movie. Well, but Keith, you're what, 42, 41? 41. 41. Okay. So yeah, I'm the, I'm the elder statement of, of this group here, of this little three man motley crew. Uh, but karate, we're still in the same genre, in my opinion, as far as movies in the eighties. Yep. Have you watched Cobra Kai? And are you a fan of the original karate kids in this? Cause I cannot, it's so cheese ball and not that good, but it's still so amazingly awesome. So great. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am all caught up. Uh, except I have not watched any of season four. I've, yeah. I've watched all the movies and I've I've seen the first three seasons. And I would agree. It there are some parts where you're just like, oh man, this is cheesy <laughs> as hell. But uh, right. but you still just can't not watch because it's just it really is great nostalgia. And you know, at this point, we're all like decades invested into these <laughs> characters at this point. So uh, yes, they need to bring back Dukes of Hazard as a TV show and Airwolf. If they do that, then I can die. Ahead. Oh my gosh. So I'm going to drop a, another F bomb. Funny story, by the oh, way. So my Nick wife, was, in. all right, this is involves my baby. So my wife was doing something. She dropped something and she's like, ah, oh, fuck. And Liam said, fuck 45 times in a row. <laughs> it was, it was incredible. I'm like, dude, you're 18 months old. And you just said, fuck 45 times in a row. I was so I, was, I now I now I have proud. to tag this episode as inappropriate <laughs> language, Nick. It, well, we could have said it once, but now I got it. Yeah. Now that's an inappropriate. That's, language. that's great. Yeah, you it shed, was, it was, you it shed was, but a single tear. I did. I was like, damn, <laughs> high five, bro. And high five. And then he gave me knuckles. I was like, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> that's amazing. That's awesome. See? Can I reach it from here? Let's see. No, see, that's the I kind can't. of stuff I'm missing out on. Okay. I got to show you now. I know. Then I was like, all right, now I got to send him to church with grandma because she goes to Catholic church. And I'm like, you know, we'll get him to drop an F-bomb when the when the priest is quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a quick Hail Mary. Yeah, exactly. Quick, it'll quick, just our father. It'll it's all the, good. The church. It'll be great. <laughs> do you do you have any tattoos? Zero. Wow. As a rock star musician and crazy, the awesome, good band. That surprises me a touch. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of odd. This is it a personal uh, right decision or just never happened? Honestly, there was a few years back where I was really close to getting one. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm just getting one to get one at this point. And do I really know what I want? No. Am I going to like it five years from now? Probably not, because most things I like five, you know, most things I liked five years ago, I don't like now. Right. So, yeah, just decided against it. All right. So anyway, I've got it. Nick's got like 80 zillion covering his almost entire body. I've got a few. Um, but my next one, my daughter, um, she wrote me a note and then drew a picture. And at the bottom of that note, it was basically, I love you, daddy. And you know, you're my best friend, et cetera, et cetera, which mm, heartwarming, but I don't know if you can see that. Oh, of course it's it. It's a fist bump. Can you see it? Oh it yeah. Yeah. Through? I can see it a little bit. Yep. So That's I'm going to, cool. I'm taking, I'm literally taking that, to the tattoo shop and say, copy that. And we just got to figure out a spot, but daddy, daddy she, she drew that. Yeah. On her own. That's really good. 
I couldn't have done YouTube that. on her iPad and they, and they've got like instructional videos. So she just follows along with all these oh, artists and cool. uh, she's getting real good. Um, I mean, can you see it? Oh, this green screen is killing me. <laughs> anyway, she, she drew a star Wars character. Is that, is that no, no, no. I don't know if you can see that. Is that coming through? Nope. It's not coming through. I'm just going to have to add these as pictures to the photograph later or something, et cetera. It's important that you love your kids. Keith doesn't understand this yet. He's got an idea. He's a loving uncle. Probably the best way to go about doing it, you know, after having kids myself, like we mentioned earlier in the episode, but he has left the option open for having kids in the future. It's it TikTok, though, Keith, 41 years old. Just saying. I don't want to sound like a, you know, a nuisance to your mother or anything, but Keith, darling, you got to. I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, I'm 42. <laughs> Jason, no, 18 month old around is hard as hell. <laughs> it's like, I, I get up and I work out every day. I run five miles a day and this little guy wears me out. I bet. I it's bet. Crazy. It's a, yeah, that's a, that's a young man's game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave you with a, a final, I, I keep saying that, but I'm having I so much fun with you, Keith. You just won't shut um, up. What is on tap in your life, and whether it be personal or professional, literally in the next two weeks? Two weeks. Uh, well, I'm taking a trip to Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, I'm going to hang out there for a bit. Can you uh, shed the reason? This well, is a pleasure. So we have a, we have a place out there uh, that we rent. And... Um, yeah, just uh, just checking up on it. Going to stay for there for a bit and uh, probably work on some new solo tunes with uh, my friend and my friend slash producer pal uh, out there. So, yeah, that's it. When you say L.A., L.A. is a big place. I know it's easy to say just L.A., but I'm from there. Mm-hmm. What town? Is it actually L.A. or you somewhere on the outskirts? So uh, it's a little bit... I guess it's in between downtown and Pasadena is where okay. so, our yeah. place is. All right. Okay. Yeah. Next week. Montecito. Montecito. There you go. That's what I was looking for. Montecito, yeah, Mont- California. Yeah. Montecito Heights, I guess. That's the, that's the not street. That's apparently far away from Vegas. Nick's going to be in Vegas uh, first week of February. Yeah. Are you a Bobby fan of gone. Vegas? Are you a fan Bobby of gone. Vegas, Keith? You know, I love Vegas. Um, for some reason it's, I'm so, I feel like I'm very just kind of for the most part an introvert, but I, for some reason, every time I'm in Las Vegas, it just has this crazy cool excitement and energy just in the air. Uh, it's either that, or it's just that the, it's just, (laughs) it's just uh, pure, just desperation in the air from people just trying (laughs) to win money all the time. But, uh, I don't know. I like, I just like it. It's cool. I'm kind I'm of excited. I'm going to explore outside of the strip this time and see what else is out there. And so we have the guys that manage dad down there. So. Lots of dirt. I, well, I'm excited to see that. I want to see Ben's backyard as BMX. Oh, track yeah, yeah, yeah. Going on for the kid. and Skateboard yeah. ramp he's got going on. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. All right, Keith. Well, I, I'm going to leave you with uh, an opportunity to share your platform if there's any like instagram facebook websites you'd like to share to let everyone know where they can check out your solo stuff of course breaking benjamin etc cetera, etc cetera. and then uh if there's any parting advice that you can give to our viewers and our listeners on any topic 
which you've given earlier. Now's the time and we'd love to hear it. Sure. Absolutely. Um, so I'm on all the social media apps, uh, including TikTok, TikTok, yes, including TikTok. Uh, but there's not much on there, but, uh, the handle is at KJ Wallen. That's also my Twitter and Instagram handles as well. Facebook, just my name, Keith Wallen. I have a website, KeithWallen.com, Keith Wallen, blah, 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 all that. Um, no selfish Keith. I know. I know. And everything's about you. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. This is the, this is the worst part about being a musician. Honestly, it's you the know, most uncomfortable is trying to it, sell, trying to sell myself. I know I got to play the game. Uh, but as far as advice, uh, I guess, um, whatever it is, whether it's music, whether it's your career, whether it's love, whether it's life, whether it's anything, the best thing I could ever say uh, in, in my mind is to not ever give up on what you're working on, because I would not be in my career. I would not be where I am in my life if I had given up on music, um, because there are plenty of opportunities where I could have just been like, man, this just isn't working. I just, I just, this isn't working. I need to do something else. And either I was just too stupid to quit or, <laughs> or what, but uh, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like if you really, 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 really want something realistically that it, that's in the realm of possibility that you could possibly do, just keep doing it and keep manifesting it and keep, I don't know, filling up that positivity and pouring that into that. And uh, even if you don't quite get there, you might, I don't know, learn a lot about yourself and find something else that's close to that, that you might like, but Anyway, a long-winded answer. I don't and, know. And even if it isn't realistic in your mind, screw them. Keep trying anyway. Absolutely. Because mine was definitely not realistic. And I had a lot of people and a lot of doors slammed in my face and people saying, you'll never do that. And I would just be like, okay, but I'm going to try anyway. And so I don't know. Good advice from Mr. Keith Wallen. He is a member of the band Breaking Benjamin and, of course, an amazing solo artist as well. Uh, check him out. Keith, I want to thank you very much for taking the time out of your day and joining us on DadCast. You've been amazing. Uh, he is not a dad, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm uncle. It's like Uncle Cast. Uncle Cast. <laughs> yeah. Yay. We've actually got uh, some, some things planned in the future, and that might be another, uh, you know, a spinoff. Of, of what yeah. we're doing. There you go. Mom cast, dad cast, kid cast, uncle cast, auntie cast. Yeah. Pretty soon, <laughs> pretty soon him and I are going to be grandpa cast, you know. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, it's uh, it really fun hanging out with y'all. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can play a show sometime uh, yeah, again awesome. near yeah. you guys and yeah we can all hang so yeah, absolutely yeah, he'll be in touch we're we've got lots of plans we're putting together a bunch of cool things we'd love to have you out here or heck maybe we even come out your direction and interview the dads in breaking benjamin that you know do have kids or something i don't want to throw absolutely. Them out there. <laughs> uh, you've been amazing uh, good luck and godspeed with all your future endeavors keith and uh, again Thank you very much for everyone else listening and watching this. Uh, please like it up, subscribe, comment, do all that good stuff. It really helps out the channel. We appreciate you, and we will see you next week. Have a great rest of your day.